0: Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning guys. Good
1: morning.
0: It is Tuesday night for us. Wednesday morning for you guys. That I
1: means Bible study.
0: That means Bible study tonight.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Every single Wednesday for the last ten years we have Bible study. Yeah. So we want to formally invite you.
1: You are cordially invited. Bible study
0: yeah so if you come to our channel at 7 o'clock it goes live it's the only time we can really truly be interactive with you as you know these daily devotionals are pre-recorded there's no way we're gonna wake up at 3 in the morning and do them you know so we pre-record them at night release them at 3 o'clock in the morning so it's kind of hard to be interactive other than the comments Mm -hmm. Sunday I'm preaching on stage so for sure I can be interactive but Wednesday is the best chance to be interactive Yep. Ask questions, give statements, give your two cents. So join us, 7 o'clock.
1: If you want, you can give three cents. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Like, literally?
0: That was a mom joke. (laughs) They say there's dad jokes. So, um, yeah. No,
1: they never say there's mom jokes. I know.
0: Maybe moms ain't funny.
1: I said a funny joke the other day. I said what do you call a burnt barbie
0: oh that was funny actually
1: yeah barbecue I thought that was funny
0: it was yeah so um, so yeah guys we're here Um, this thing with Afghanistan I do want to say this is you have to remember right a lot of times we're like oh that's far away that's this and that Mm -hmm. there are Christians in that country yeah People that believe in Jesus, and you gotta understand a government came in that believes that you cannot convert from Islam to Christianity, and if so, it is a it is punishable by death. So the Bible says that we're all the body of Christ, and when one part of the body hurts, the whole body hurts. Yeah. What can we do, right? What can we do? What we can do is pray.
1: Yeah.
0: What we can do is have compassion. What we can do is say, Lord, you know, have mercy. Because over these last twenty years that that the Taliban hasn't been in control, many have came to Christ in that nation. Yeah. And now what are they gonna do? There's children that grew up as Christians within mm-hmm. those twenty years. Yeah. They don't know Islam.
1: Yeah.
0: And all of a sudden you have an Islamic regime coming that is not going to tolerate it. How do I know that? Because if somebody is not serving God by default, they're serving the enemy. That's why I know.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's not going to be tolerated, guys. And so we need to... Those are our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ.
1: Yeah. I was just telling David on the way, you know, we went to the church. um, We were at the church earlier today, and I was just telling him on the way home. I said, "My my heart is aching, you know, because I you know, just, you know, we don't really watch the news because I don't, we don't just get regular channels to watch the news or anything like that. But I'm just hearing um, just stories, you know, through some of the social media and just seeing some stuff and everything. My heart is broken to see some of um, some of the images from from certain family members and stuff like that. And I, I was just really, really heartbroken. And I told them, you know, because there's there's children, there's women, there's families, you know, that are yeah. just being broken apart and <clears throat> and just to see the outcry and the outpouring of um of them just crying out for for help and just crying out for <sighs> I, I don't know guys, it's just it's hard to to hear that you know it makes me think of of what if the tables were turned you know and these were our families and all of that and and they are they are our family they are our our family in christ and and so you know i was telling david man we just we just got to stand in prayer my heart my heart breaks
0: i mean you know so many of us have opinions about the united states and our democracy but i will say this is that when nations have been overrun by communists, Christians die. When nations are overrun by Islam, Christians die. And, um, you know, you can say what you want about this nation, but we're not dying over our faith. You know, but we can't turn, turn a blind eye to what's happening in other parts of the world.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and I know I can't do nothing. You can't do nothing, but we have... Our prayer life. Yeah, you, the Bible says to intercede. Yeah, we can intercede. We can pray. You know, and um, and 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 not only pray. For, here's the thing, right? Because you're like, well, praying to God, what's He gonna do? Here's the thing, is that there are people of influence. There are people that are capable of helping. There are people, and what that does is strengthen them, encourages them. There might be some. There might be. Christians of influence that can do something. Yeah. And our prayers it's is to bring them encouragement. Bring them discernment. Bring them you know and uh,
1: and I and I think when we go into um prayer, we go into that warfare and we break the strongholds too. Yeah. You know, and I think we have the power to break those strongholds, guys. We really do. You know, when David talks about those principalities, you know, and all of that, we can go into the places, into the neighborhoods. We can go into, we can strengthen other people in other countries, you know, by praying for them to break those strongholds. We can encourage other people in different countries, in different cities, in different places so that they can have the strength and the ability to break those strongholds and the principalities in those areas. And guys, we can stand in agreement in that. And I think that we need to be able to come together in unity and lock arms with those and encourage those so that those strongholds can be broken because they can be broken. You know, we need to be the ones to do that. So I'm going to ask that we do that, guys. We do that together.
0: You know, and, and I know sometimes we live in, in our own life, our own bubble, we can't even see beyond our own town or city. Yeah. And I get that, you know, but I, I just, as a voice of, I don't even have a passport, but we are part of Grace International. Yeah. And being part of Grace International has opened my eyes to a bigger world, a bigger Christianity than California or even United States. Whether it's Pastor Thomas from Nigeria, whether it's Pastor Moses from Uganda, whether it's Pastor George from India, whether it's um, uh, 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 Lucas that travels, he actually has gone. He's he's another minister in Grace International that goes in parts that are illegal to be a Christian, and he goes and helps families, you know, and has, has actually smuggled families out and brought Bibles in in places he doesn't even talk about because he can't talk about it. So. You know, we are a Grace International international church, so a very we're a very global conscious um, group of Christian leaders. You know, and and that's not. There's so many more in Grace yeah. International,
1: and we can't say that we don't have an impact or we don't have a way of communicating with um, people internationally, guys, because we do. Yeah, it's that simple. I just posted some bananas on my Facebook right now, and. Um Pastor Thomas, Pastor Thomas from Nigeria is already all over my post from, from for the bananas. you know, that's how simple it is. You know, we're sitting here communicating over bananas because he loves banana nut bread, you know, and that's how simple. If he can communicate with me over banana nut bread, come on guys, you think we can't communicate over prayer, over unity, over the things that matter. You know, come on, you know, that's yeah. how simple it is for us, you know, because this is this is more than just, you know, oh, well, they're international. This is family, guys. Yeah. This these are people that we know. Mm-hmm. They're people that 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 are have become family to us. We know people from across the country that that we have spoken to that we know that we have broken <laughs> bread with you know, that have become close to our hearts. And this is why we say that it is so important. This here, this camera, us here um, speaking to you has given us the ability to become family with one another. And this is what is so amazing. It's because of things like this that has given us the capability to become so close and to love one another and we are so grateful and thankful for for YouTube we're so grateful and thankful for social media and for all of this because it has done something it has connected us it has brought brought us together in such a way that we would have never imagined before and because of that we're so grateful because you know what this is God's plan we didn't plan this this is God's plan this is God's doing and it's for a time such as this right now mm-hmm he knew that the body was gonna need to come together for such a time as this. And we were gonna have to pray together because these times are coming where we're just gonna, we're gonna need one another. And he's calling us to come together so that we can all stand together in unity so that we can come as a nation together. And this is, this is his plan to bring us together as a nation. So right now is his timing yeah. guys for us to come together.
0: I remember um, when Pastor Moses from Uganda was here, and um, he stayed with us for a few days, like five days or mm-hmm. something like that. And I remember we we um, came home. I parked the car in front at the front of the house. We came in, and he just like you leave your car on the street. I'm like, uh, yeah. He goes, I could never leave my car like that out in the street. Like he was just tripping. He was tripping. And then um, he I, I, um, he went with me because I said, oh, I got to go get some fish food, you know, because of my aquarium. And uh, so we pull up to um, Carter's and he goes, this store is just food for pets. <laughs> he could yeah. not believe the, the massive, to him, it was a massive pet store. Yeah. That he couldn't imagine that there's actually a whole store that keeps in business with Food for pets, like dogs and cats and turtles and fish. And he was just blown away by that.
1: I, I just want to share this with you guys because it's funny. I posted the bananas and I said, if anybody knows me, you know what I'm making if I have bananas up. And he came back and he said, banana bread. And I said, Pastor, out of all the people you should know, banana nut bread, it's your favorite. And he just put... Sharon, yes, my dear sister. I can't wait for the world to cure itself of this evil virus to come back to enjoy your masterpiece baking. I don't know why they have not created an e-food channel to just click oven in the U.S. And boom, the food lands on the table here, hot and fresh. <laughs> LOL. You know, because they, they, don't have, they don't have the same things like we have here. They don't have the luxuries like we have here in the United States. They don't. You know, it's crazy because I talked about, you know, me going over there to um, actually teach the women um, from, you know, the Hope Project and how to teach them how to bake from Project Hope. I told them, you know what, I would love to go over there and um, teach the women how to bake. And he was like, I would love that, you know, because that's what they're starting to do. They're starting to have, you know, uh, baking. Yeah. And so he wants me to go teach them some different, you know, recipes and everything. And man, I can't wait for that day to happen. I can't wait for you to get things together so we Mm -hmm. can just get on over there. And man, it's going to be exciting, guys, because that's going to happen. That's seriously on my list. I'm going to cross it off because that day is going to come and we're going to go over there. And we're going to be over there, and I'm going to be teaching those women how to bake and give them my recipes. Yeah.
0: I remember that day, though, when I came back out of the fish store, he was, what did you buy? And I showed him the frozen cubes of the, the worms and the shrimp, uh-huh. the brine shrimp. And, and he was, Pastor, how much did you pay for that? And I said, $20. How long does that last? I said, about a month. That ain't bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, us in America, $20 a month to feed fish? And he goes, Wow, you guys are so blessed. You know, and then later, uh, Pastor Thomas, the one that you're mm-hmm. going back and forth with from Nigeria, I remember talking to him and I'm like, because he had said sometimes people try to break into his house or things like that, and you know, and I said, um, how fast did the police come when you call nine one one? You know, mm-hmm. he goes, We don't have nine one one. I know. He goes, There is, no, nobody will come. He goes, if people rob you, people are in your house, nobody will come. Yeah. He goes, You either have private security or if you don't, that's people, it, it people, just people, happens. Yeah, people will come and do whatever they feel like doing.
1: Yeah.
0: Whether it's take your life, take your car, take your family. He goes, whatever, you know, and <laughs> it's a whole different life, guys, whole yeah, different life. It is. So anyways, um,
1: So we're going to Second Corinthians.
0: Yeah, Second Corinthians chapter six, verses one and two. You guys ready? Yes. It says this. We then, as workers together with him, also plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, David reads out of he reads out of the New King James. I'll be reading out of the message. Companions, as we are in this work with you, we beg you, please don't squander one bit of this marvelous life God has given us. God reminds us, I heard your call in the nick of time. The day you needed me, I was there to help. Well, now is the right time to listen. The day the day to be helped. Don't put it off. Don't frustrate God's work by showing up late, throwing a question mark over everything
0: we're doing. Okay, so um, what Paul Paul is writing to the church in Corinth, and he actually quotes, that's why that, where, where is it at? Where? Right here. That's why that's separate, mm-hmm. because that's actually a quote from Isaiah 49.8. So Paul quotes an Old Testament scripture here. Because he's making a point. That's what he's saying Mm -hmm. right there, right? So I like what he says on 6.1. It says that he goes, "I'm, I'm pleading with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. You know, in other words, Jesus did something on the cross that was so powerful, so miraculous, so loving, so compassionate, yet so violent that he literally went to the cross to suffer for us. And we can't squander that, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: We can't squander it. That Just because salvation is free for us, that doesn't mean it's cheap.
1: Yeah. He's reminding us here.
0: It's actually a high cost. You know, is that somebody else paid for something that you and I could never pay for. Yeah. And yet, because it comes so easily, we squander it. Yeah. We play church.
1: We take it for
0: granted. Yeah, we go back and forth. We justify little things. We do, and it's like, do you understand? Paul is saying that he paid such a great price. Don't squander it. Don't step all over it. Don't cheapen it. Don't justify it. Don't make excuses. He suffered and died. Sometimes I wonder that, I'm like, I mean, I, I would love to do this, and I would hate to do this, is actually have a time machine to go to that place on the on Calvary. Yeah. And, and be like, you know how you play church? Let's go into this machine. And appear right there. As he's trying to breathe. Yeah. As nails. I mean, just everything. How would that change somebody?
1: Yeah. It's like, would you... Would you... In any way, from the time, would you rewind and, and do everything the way you did the things? Would you be going back and forth the way you did if you had went back in that time to and see what he suffered? Would you had, you know, been back and forth? Would you have been lukewarm? You know, would you had you know... Made those um, those dumb decisions and said, "Oh well, maybe tomorrow, you know, maybe tomorrow I'll get serious, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, just 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 a little bit. Maybe I'll do this just today, you know, or maybe tomorrow. Maybe maybe I won't go to church today, and maybe I just won't, you know. Sorry, Lord. Uh, sorry, I messed up, Lord. Uh, I won't mess up today, or or maybe I'll just, you know, yeah. when you're yeah. just." indecisive.
0: You know, um, there's times where I think I did the video, uh, I did the interview with Flockwell about solitary, and one person said, something smart. They're like, well, just quit going to jail then. Something like that. And, it, and it's weird because I think people don't understand how you're, you're one second away from getting yourself locked up. For instance, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Even though we're law-abiding citizens, yeah. right, for the most part, there's people that you might be saying, "Oh man, these inmates, bunch of crybabies." You know, don't, do, don't 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 do the crime if you can't do the time. And the whole time they're drinking, right? How many times do you get in that car? Mm-hmm. All it takes is passing over from the reflectors a few feet. One swerve. Boom, you now find yourself with a manslaughter charge.
1: Yeah.
0: Give you another example. You know, you're like, oh, man, these inmates, they quit crying. They can need to quit crying. Quit quit doing stuff and don't end up in solitary. That way you won't cry about it. And, but you're a very big time protector of your family. And somebody tries to get smart with your wife in the grocery store, this and that. And you're not going to kill him. You don't even have a weapon. But you just punch him. He falls, hits the back of his head on the corner of a counter. Mm-hmm. boom, now you're in prison, manslaughter. Why do I say that? Same thing with COVID. So many people say this and that about COVID, but you haven't even had COVID. You don't even know what it's like. I'm just saying, is that sometimes we speak before we fully realize, and the same things you, we speak before we truly realize what it is that Jesus has gone Matter of fact, we we squander the fact that we can even have a Bible. Do you know how many people have been murdered, killed, mutilated, beheaded so we can have this book? Yeah. But we squander it. You know how many times on Sunday mornings we stay uh, in bed because we just don't feel like going, but there's people in this world wishing.
1: They can just go. They
0: can go to a place of worship.
1: Wishing they can read a word out of that Bible. Wishing they had a Bible.
0: Wishing they had a Bible.
1: Have you have you seen oh you've seen it many times and I I know that one time you even almost cried when you seen um a video of the people that were opening oh, in up China? the box, yeah, I, yeah, to and they get the Bible and they just Yeah, they start hug passing
0: it. them out. They start crying, it. They hugging start crying,
1: it. they hugging it and they're just like mm-hmm. That's just <laughs> Oh,
0: but we squander it. <laughs> So many people claim to be Christians Do you even open this book? Or do you wait for us to do it for you? Every Monday through Friday I'm glad you're here guys I praise God you're here But You need to open this book There's so much blood that has been shed for this And we squander it (laughs) You know about an hour ago, one of, one of our kids sent me this meme, and basically it said that, that today many Christians in Afghanistan are going to die because they chose to worship. Yeah. But how many Christians here in America, I forgot, I already forgot, what, is, what was it? Something, it doesn't have to be exact, but, but yet there's Christians in America that won't worship, I don't know. But you get my point. The point is still made regardless. We can't squander it. And, and here's, you know what it says. He goes, I plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain.
1: Yeah, we beg you, please don't squander one bit of this marvelous life God has given us.
0: Yeah. I, I you know, and, and honestly, let's be honest. We're in America, we're spoiled here. I'm sure we do squander things that other people would never, you know, like the, the fish thing and all you know what I mean? Like, let's be honest, guys, if you live in America, like it says, if you have a bed to sleep on tonight, you're one, you're considered one of the rich in the world. Yeah. Cause there's people that don't have a bed. If you have a roof, oh, forget about it. You're really rich. And if you know what you're going to have for breakfast, you, <laughs> you and I, like I have eggs there. Yeah. I'm not gonna wake up hungry, and if I do, scramble some eggs. Yeah, I there's have, bread. I
1: have bananas. I'm about to make banana yeah, bread. Yeah, there's
0: bananas. There's, uh, I don't know what else is in that fridge, you know. But there's there's little things. There's, we have a freezer with chicken drumsticks in it.
1: Mm.
0: Guys, do you have drumsticks in your freezer? Do you have uh, some ground beef? I'm not saying to feel bad for that. Praise God that we are blessed.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, I'm not saying it to feel bad. I'm saying it to realize that most of the world don't have that. You know, if it's a hot night, they sweat. If it's a cold night, they're cold. We have this little thing called a thermometer. Thermostat, I mean.
1: Yeah. Or we can control the temperature
0: in here. Yeah. Anyways, I haven't even got to the second part of the verse. Yeah. But it kind of, we've already talked about it, but it says, and this this is where he quotes in verse 2. He quotes Isaiah 49.8. The quote is this, In an acceptable time I have heard you, and in the day of salvation I have helped you. What's that quote part? I right heard
1: here? you call in the nick of time. The day you needed me, I was there to help.
0: That's the Lord saying that.
1: Yeah.
0: When you needed me, I was there. I love that, right? But yeah. then it says this. So after he quotes it, he says, Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is a day of salvation.
1: Well, now is the right time to listen. The day to be helped.
0: Amen. Right there, I think. That's the, right there. Mm-hmm. So all this stuff, okay. COVID, all this stuff, Afghanistan. Um, regardless of where we stand, regardless of what, what news we listen to, regardless of that, I I can say this for sure. This is true. That today is a day of salvation. Amen. Today. Not tomorrow. If you're new and you're watching this out of nowhere, guess what? God called you to let you hear this, that today is a day of salvation.
1: Yes, a day to surrender.
0: Tomorrow ain't promised. Yeah. Today is a day of salvation. The
1: next hour is not promised.
0: The next minute. A plane could be coming straight to my house right now and, and and just, boom, dive right into our house. Out of all the houses, we don't know that. Today is a day of salvation. This fat cat might go crazy and just rip my face off. Big <laughs> is that what you're planning on doing? Huh? You're going to bite the hand that feeds you?
1: I wouldn't doubt it. She's right next to you today. I know. She's on another... Area. She's
0: looking at me like, ooh, I'm gonna rip that face off. Face off.
1: Oh. It's weird.
0: That's a movie quote. Oh, it is? Yeah, face off. With John Travolta and uh, that other Vato. That's in a bunch of movies. From Conair. What's his name? I cannot believe it. I already know the comments are gonna be filled with that actor's name. Oh, um. He was in Connor. Face. The off. main guy? Yes.
1: Oh my God. I know. He was him. in 60
0: seconds with yeah. Angelina Jolie. He I was I know, he
1: was in the Fast Times at Richmond High. What?
0: Wasn't he? No. It?
1: Yes, he was. You talk no. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> You're talking about Sean Penn.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god. It doesn't
0: even matter. I know Just look it is. up, because it's gonna bug me
1: now. No.
0: Look up face off. Because they're, they're already filling the comments with it.
1: Gosh. Just
0: put face off.
1: I'm going to lose my... Oh, gosh.
0: What, your banana nut bread? No, this is more oh important.
1: God, I, oh, okay, stop it.
0: Half your face is showing on the screen. <sighs> Leave me alone.
1: Okay, let me find... Go here. I'll look for it here. Face off? Yes.
0: Nicolas Cage. Never mind. Got it. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Face off.
1: They already figured it out.
0: That's a good movie. Face off. Really?
1: I never watched are it. Are you oh
0: who are you?
1: What do you mean who am I? I'm you your haven't wife. Seen Face off. No.
0: That's an guys, is that an amazing action movie? Wow. Basically it's this, right? He's a criminal, Nicolas Cage, and he's trying to get away. And there's an officer he hates, right? And I'm making it real short. So basically he does surgery and has... (laughs) He takes off his face? He takes off the other guy's face, his (coughs) face, and now he lives as if he's the officer, which is uh, John Travolta. So they switch roles. So John Travolta wakes up with no face. (gasps) What? And then he sees the face of, of the other guy, the criminal. So he has his face put on him. So now everybody treats him like he's an ex-con criminal that escaped out of prison, and now the other one is acting like he's—it's just crazy. Face I don't think I want to watch that. Guys. No, it's really good. Seriously, I don't want to watch it. No, it's an amazing <clears throat> movie.
1: Don't tell me what I want to watch.
0: It's a amazing.
1: He's weird.
0: <sighs> um, I forgot to tell you, Sister Rosa and her husband have COVID.
1: She, I saw the message yeah
0: oh you did yeah yeah she's the one that transcribes all of our prison ministry and uh but I, I asked did you see me respond to her yeah yeah
1: yeah I saw that yeah I
0: asked them what they need yeah, they said they they have everything right yeah that yeah they were okay. so
1: but um you know I also saw that she wanted to um you know assistant in, and in seeing if there was a family or somebody that needed something
0: she sent assistance yeah
1: and um i know that uh we have uh, another family that is getting tested tomorrow yeah that they're going to try to find the um they're going to try to find the strength to go get tested tomorrow they that, could
0: they didn't even have the strength to leave the house yes, to, get tested. to get
1: tested and that's how bad that they were feeling guys you know we have families that are just you know are not feeling well um you know we went to go take some you know we had a a family that actually sent some funds over and we were able to even go get some more medicine for another family yesterday yeah so we went to go drop off for Alejandro yeah I think we said it yeah we went to go drop off some stuff yesterday and so man um you know I, I hate to hear you know our, our families you know that are that are going through that because we know what it's like guys it yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it it sucks it really does it's horrible yeah. and I just don't like to hear anybody go through any of that I really don't i yeah. so guys i'm I'm encouraging you you know they um I'm encouraging you guys to really really just please, uh, you know, drink stuff that is is good for you. Take your vitamins and and make sure that you're, you know, taking in stuff that is good for you. Um,
0: So after a year and a half of this, even when we had COVID, even when we went to the ER, they gave us zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C. mm -hmm. Um, Those are the three things, even at the ER, they give you automatically besides the steroids, yeah, uh, to open DFC. up your lungs.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, and then they give you antibiotics because you had uh, pneumonia. Yeah, I had
1: pneumonia, and then yeah. I had
0: blood clotting, guys. Yeah, but um, if you know somebody that has COVID, and even if they have a cold, even if they have something that ain't COVID, make sure and you take them or ask them, do you have zinc? Do you have vitamin D? Do you have vitamin C? If not, go to Walgreens, go to Rite Aid, whatever pharmacies around you, and get that to them. Also, what we always get. If you know somebody, get them Mucinex.
1: Yeah.
0: Mucinex. And if you tell them, take this Mucinex with the lots of water. Because what that does. Lots
1: is, of water. That
0: makes that congestion loosen up. Like that commercial, the little monster. And boom, they start coughing that stuff out. Yeah. So get the Mucinex. And then what we always throw in there is Tylenol PM. Yeah. Because that is a fever and pain reducer. Yeah. So the, the Tylenol, it'll get them sleepy. But it'll. But
1: you need the rest. You
0: yeah, definitely you need the rest. And it brings down the temperature, and it helps the pain. Because yeah. man, your body feels like ten gorillas jumped you in an alley.
1: And another thing and, as well, guys, is that you need to make sure that you don't lay flat. Yeah. You need to not With, lay flat. Well, one more
0: medicine. Then we'll say that. Okay. Is the Theraflu. Theraflu. The day and night. Yeah, day and night tea.
1: Yes, the tea is the best.
0: Yeah, so the Theraflu. It, sweats. it Yeah, it it put it in in the warm water. It dissolves. Boom. Um, some
1: lemon, some lemon yeah. in there, and some honey is good to have in there too, guys.
0: So um, besides that, then.
1: Then um, I I am gonna say that please don't ever lay flat. Um, always uh, make sure you have pillows propping you up. You have to be pretty much almost sitting up guys is really really important or always when you are laying down just lay to the sides or propped up mm-hmm. very very important um when you're standing up make sure do not stand up right away especially if you're short of breath because um you can faint if you get up too fast so just take your time make sure that you're taking your time mm-hmm. Um, I, I just realized that um, a lot of people, you know, they, you know, they're tired and they want to just lay down. But, and I know sometimes when you're asleep, you don't realize that you end up laying to your, you know, you end back, up laying flat on your on your on your back. So the best thing to do is to make sure that you always put pillows to your side, so it keeps you from getting onto your back because. Sometimes we, it's inevitable, you know, but what I would do purposely is I would actually prop pillows like on the side of David to make sure that he would not lay on his back, Yeah. Um, especially when you have people that are a little bit bigger, or whatever, just, man, just put those pillows on the side of them so that they don't move to yeah. the side. So the it's one really thing, the
0: one thing of COVID that kills is when it hits your lungs. So that's what you want to protect the most. Yeah, it sucks. You lose your taste. You lose your smell. Your body hurts. You have fever. All of that is not fun, but that stuff don't kill you. What kills you is this wicked disease wants to get into your lungs. So that's why you take the mucinex to cough it up. That's why you lay on your back. I mean, that's why you don't lay on your back, sorry. You don't lay on your back because you don't want this thing to hit your lungs.
1: Yeah.
0: If it does.
1: Lay on your stomach as well, guys.
0: If it does and breathing becomes hard, okay? Uh, If you know a friend that has asthma, or has an inhaler, or whatever, that's albuterol. That albuterol is a steroid. That steroid is going to open your lungs. That's exactly what they gave us in the ER, exactly what they give asthma patients. So if you're one of those that don't want to go to the hospital, you have a cousin, a sister, somebody that has asthma, it's the same exact thing they're going to give you. But... um, if you need to go to the hospital, I'm letting you know they're going to give you steroids. They're going to give you something that's going to open your lungs. Yeah, you know? and make
1: sure they have a, what is it called, the um, the thing to measure their uh, oxygen? Oh, the
0: oxygen. Yeah, we got one on Amazon. It measures your oxygen. It goes over your finger.
1: What are they called again?
0: I don't know. Oxygen something.
1: The little thing you put on your finger, guys. I forgot what it's called but the
0: oxygen sensor.
1: Yeah, it it senses your oxygen. Yeah. That's really really important to have mm-hmm. because if it goes if it's on the low 90s or if it goes below 90, um it's it's important to record that. What I did for my family, um from day 1, I had a journal of I I literally have a journal and I still have my journal. Um, on my phone, I kept a journal and every day I would call the boys down and I'd be like, okay, what are your symptoms today? In the morning and the night. Yeah. What are your symptoms this morning? They would tell me their symptoms of what they're feeling on day one, day two. What are your symptoms this morning? What are your symptoms tonight? And I'd have a journal of what their symptoms were day and night, because believe it or not, their symptoms were much different during the day and then they'd get worse at night. Mm -hmm. And then the following day they'd get worse and then they'd get even more worse at night. Day five um, is when I started to see things progress, but day nine and eight, nine and 10 is when things got really, really bad. Actually, Mm -hmm. you would think that they would actually get better, but they were not. And day 10 is when things got very, very
0: bad. That's
1: actually when we were not able to breathe. So, um, yeah, take a take a journal, guys. Uh, You know, I know it's going to be a little hard. But um, if you're if your whole family is sick, one of you guys should be trying your best to at least do a little journal or something, Um, even if it has to be a voice journal or a quick written journal or something. It's important. So that way, if you do go to a hospital or something, you're able to show this to the doctor and say these are the symptoms so that they're able to know the onset of and, and how far along you guys are. In any of the onset of the of the COVID.
0: Last thing I want to say is this. I know we're throwing a lot at you, and maybe this has nothing to do with you, but trust me, put a pin on this, uh, save this link. That way, if you know somebody that does, tell them, hey, forward to this part. Or if you yourself find you might find yourself sick in two or three weeks after the fact. And right now you're like, oh, I don't want to hear this. Trust me, if if this happens, you're gonna to want to hear this, you know. Uh, but the last thing I want to say is this: is that um, I thought, this is my mistake, that when you get COVID, you as long as you get through the 10 days, you're cool. You know, here's the thing though, is within those 10 days, after the tenth day, you're no longer um, you no longer have COVID in your system. You are no longer uh, what's it called when you contagious. Contagious. But what I didn't know was the fact that now that COVID is gone, now that I'm not contagious, now I'm all good. No. There's after effects because it has basically wrecked your body for 10 days. It's
1: so bad after.
0: So now you got to deal with the aftermath of it. Yeah. So here's what I didn't know is a lot of people end up hospitalized, not because they have COVID, but because of the aftermath of COVID.
1: Yeah. It was worse after. Yeah.
0: so So keep that in mind for us. Day 10, we were no longer contagious. We were no longer had COVID but it had left our lungs completely wrecked.
1: It was really, really bad guys. I think it was worse after day 10. Yeah. Um, Just trying to breathe, trying to grasp for breath. Um, For me, I think is when they found the, is when they actually found uh, blood clotting after day 10 is when they found the pneumonia. I had uh, pneumonia for about three to four weeks guys for a month Mm -hmm. after even after going after my one month checkup, they still had to give me more steroids after a month. Yeah. Um, And I had to be on more uh, antibiotics after a month. Mm -hmm. Took me a very, very long time for me to even, I had dry mouth for about, I still Oh, that was bad. I still just, even till maybe up to a week ago or two weeks, I'm still barely getting my dry mouth. up to up to par um you know my eyesight has not really a lot of dry eyesight Mm -hmm. um you know and i think the shortness of breath it never gets the same guys it doesn't the fatigueness is still mine came back yeah david's is, is, Mm -hmm. is 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 much better mine mine has not gotten better. You know, um, I think I still go through a lot of the fatigueness and everything. But you got to remember, you have people with good immune systems. And then you have people that, you know, still struggle with their immune systems. I, I don't have the best immune system. I'm still on Medicaid, you know, brain medication and stuff like that. So my immune system, it's still it still fights. So mine's a little bit different than than David's. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I think our taste and everything did, did come back.
0: Yeah. So, think if, if, if you end up getting COVID, God forbid, but if you do, um, there's two stages. There's the COVID stage, the, those 10 days. Mm-hmm. That's where you might, you're going to get fever, your body hurts, you lose taste, you lose smell, mm-hmm. that stuff. Then there's stage two, which is the after, what it did to your body after. And then you got to deal with those issues. So I think that's a good way of saying it. Stage one and stage two. Yeah. You know, and, and we're not talking stuff that we heard people say on YouTube. No. We're talking out of experience. Out
1: of experience. Not only our
0: own, but many, many people that we know have had it from, you know, oh, this hat last year and a half and especially the last recent two weeks.
1: Yeah, and and people, and don't be in a rush to go get a, a test right after and think that you're going to be negative because mm-hmm. you're not. Yeah. You're going to be positive for, a long enough, time. for at least 90 days to three months or still. You're still, but here's the thing that um, you're immune for another, you're good for another 90 days, you know, you're, they, they, they tell you that you can't even go get the um, vaccine or anything for another 90 days. So, if you choose to. Yeah. They tell you don't even, don't even bother um, to try to go get it. They, the doctors will tell you. Yeah. You know, don't even go get it for about 90 days. Um,
0: if you choose to. Yeah. So after, here's the thing, right? It's not that once you have COVID, you're not going to get it. They say 90 days because they have no testing. They don't know. They have no idea if, but they say for sure, those 90 days, you can't get it again. Yeah, you can But in honesty, there is no study after that. There is no study. So that's not fact. You yeah, know? it's not. Yeah. So anyways, guys, hopefully, like I said, this is our own personal information that we have gathered um, watch it all over again if you need to. For If somebody does need medicine, this is the things that you can help them with and get to them. Or if it's you, this is the stuff you need to get.
1: And this is the stuff yeah. that worked for us, guys. Yeah. This is the stuff that worked for our family. And this is how we helped each other as a family here. You know, there was four of us here that um, mm-hmm. that were, kind of, were stuck in a home together and yeah. we had to get through this together. So this is what helped us. And we... We had a pretty bad, too, guys. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. But God bless you guys. We wish you guys a beautiful day. Enjoy your coffee. We'll see you guys for Bible study, okay?
0: And ultimately, today is a day of salvation. Don't Amen. wait for tomorrow. Yes.
1: Yes. The day of surrender. God bless you guys.
0: Bye.